I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, Site Visibility have another piece of shameless self-promotion because they've just released their 2020 PPC automation guide. It's completely free to download, and it'll help you get started with each of the new automation settings in Google Ads. So this includes smart bidding, responsive ad testing, dynamic search ads, and more. The best way to accelerate your PPC growth in 2020 is to start planning today. So download your guide for free at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash P-P-C dash automation dash guide. And just for those that don't know, dash means hyphen. I usually do this the other way around. A dash and a hyphen are the same things, I think. Right, today I'm joined by Andrea Freyria, Agile marketing coach and co-founder of Agile Sherpas. Andrea, how are you? I am doing great. Thanks for having me. And thank you so much for coming on. And whereabouts in the States are you? I'm in beautiful Boulder, Colorado. So that's, uh, that's towards the bottom, is it? Is it roughly in the middle? Very much in the middle, like vertically and horizontally. We are smack dab in the middle. And I know from experience, when I ask my uh, American guests what the weather's doing, that you can never predict what it's doing in America. So what's the weather doing there right now? It's gorgeous here right now. Boulder's actually pretty easy to predict. We have 300 days of sunshine per year. Yeah. So that's usually a pretty safe prediction. Wow. Sounds amazing. I'd love to go down there, actually. I'd love to see the Grand Canyon and all that sort of stuff. But I don't know. Maybe I've been to New York so far, but maybe my next trip needs to be somewhere further in, as, the, as they say, further west. Right. Let's start off. Tell us a little bit about yourself and Agile Sherpas. Yeah. So Agile Sherpas is a training and consulting organization. We are marketers who have sort of seen the light of agility and realized how much better our lives were once we started using it to manage our work. And so now we go around and try to help our fellow marketers translate agile principles and practices to work in the marketing context. So we do trainings and we do coaching and consulting, really whatever needs to be done to kind of get agile embedded inside of marketing organizations. Uh, I've been doing agile marketing for about five years myself, and um, I'm just kind of a process nerd. I, I will um, geek out about how things get done mm. uh, all day, every day. Amazing. Because we last talked 
about Agile on this show. I'm pretty sure it was back in, I think it was January 2014, which is very close to six years ago. So it's it's it's, it's about time we, we came back to it. I'm, I'm just thinking about the history, actually, of, of Agile within marketing. Am I right in thinking it was first... It first started showing up around about 2008, 2009. Is that, is, that, is that fair to say? Yeah, I think that's about right. That's probably the first time the the phrase appeared kind of on the internet. Um, yeah. And then you started hearing more and more about it. They wrote the Agile Marketing Manifesto in 2011, I believe. And then adoption has really sort of steadily improved since then. And of course, Agile, the whole Agile thing... Uh, I mean, I, I'm a software developer. That's one of the other things that I do. So I'm, I'm very familiar with it in that sort of context. But I'm assuming that's where it came from. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, in fact, the first time I encountered it, I was working at a, at a SaaS company here in Boulder. And uh, we were trying to market the software produced by an agile development team. And we were just getting our butts kicked day in, day out, because they were so responsive and, and fast. And we couldn't yeah. keep up with our with our old school project management. And so I managed to convince everyone in the marketing department to give it a try. Um, and that was my first sort of introduction to it. And would you say that, I mean, today, I mean, here we are in 2000, right at the end of 2019. Is it still on the up or is it is it pretty well adopted sort of now within the marketing context? We have quite a ways to go. Um, Agile Sherpas actually does a state of agile marketing survey and report every year. And we're working on the 2021 as we speak, actually. But the 2019 numbers were only 32% adoption inside of marketing specifically. So we have quite a ways to go. I think that the the state of Agile inside of software this year was <laughs> something like 98%. Um, so we have a ways to go to catch up to those folks. But it does seem to be steadily rising. And I think we're still kind of in the early adoption phase, but we'll, I think, kind of cross that chasm into really uh, agile becoming the standard operating model um, within the next couple of years. Wow. I didn't realize actually, because it's it's still quite low at the moment then, isn't it? But I'd I'd love to hear your story because I want to come on to basically ways that some some easy ways that um, folks can start experimenting with Agile marketing. We'll come on to that in a second, but would you be willing to share your story with us, how, how you sort of encountered it and how you started to adopt it? Yeah, absolutely. So I was running content marketing for a software company in Boulder. Uh, Survey Gizmo is the company I was with. Yeah. And like I said, we just could not keep up. Uh, with the software development team, they're releasing multiple times per week updates to the code and updates to the product. And my poor writers were just getting <laughs> annihilated because we couldn't keep pace with them. Yeah. And so one day I Googled agile marketing because I thought, you know, if they're agile and we're expected to maintain the same kind of release cadence and same level of adaptability, we should be using the same process. It just really makes sense. And so I went to our good friend Google and agile marketing was like barely a thing at that point. Um, And so I convinced my boss to let me go get uh, certification as a scrum master and sort of whip my team into shape, so to speak, and, and take them into agile ways of working. 
Um, we evolved quite a lot from that point. Um, we started using the Scrum framework at first, and then we we very quickly moved on to more of like a flow based sort of Kanban style, and yeah, and became more flexible in the framework as well. But it was just amazing to see what we were able to accomplish by doing that. And I wrote about it on our blog because I'm a content marketer and that's what I do. And more and more people started to reach out to me and say, hey, this is cool what you guys did. Could you help us do the same thing uh, to the point where I thought, you know, I bet this could be my job is just helping other people make this kind of leap. And so um, started Agile Sherpas and, and that's what I do now. Fantastic. Now, you mentioned the Scrum word there, and a lot of our listeners, I'm okay with Scrum because I'm a software developer, or I'm supposed to know about it anyway, but a lot of our listeners might not be familiar with, I mean, you say it didn't work that well in in marketing, um, but could you just quickly define roughly what Scrum is for our listeners? Yeah, it's definitely the most common in the software world. It's essentially breaking your work down into small bite-sized pieces that can be accomplished within a couple of week time period called a sprint. Yeah. And so you do some planning at the beginning of that sprint process, commit to getting only that work done within a couple of weeks, and then heads down, hardcore focus on that work until the sprint is over. And then you stop and take a look and say, did we finish? What's still missing? How's the process working? Mm. Look back quickly and then the next sprint begins immediately. So there's just this recurring cycle of short term iterations. And it's very powerful because it forces you to think about what can I do in the next couple of weeks that will be valuable and useful and then focus only on that work. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The problem for a lot of marketers is that the two to three week time horizon starts to feel like this arbitrary, um, you know, deadline Mm. that's not be lining up with an event that they're running or there's a webinar launching two to three days after the sprint. And so it seems like a weird, you know, arbitrary line in the sand. And then we're also a very service oriented group. And so sales asks us for things and product asks us for things and customer service asks us for things. And so the sprint can be quite hard to pin down and it gets to be too, uh, too flexible because things are coming in and going out and then it's not really a sprint at yeah. that point. And it sounds like from what you said earlier, it sounds like you adopted uh, a more, I like I like the word flowy, <laughs> a more flowy approach <laughs> based on a Kanban board. Sorry, another buzzword <laughs> that uh, agile marketers and developers know about. So uh, yeah, yeah, Kanban board, this concept of um, tasks being cards on a board. Is, is that what you mean by Kanban board? Yeah, so definitely the Kanban board, but then also thinking about how do we create focus through that visualized workflow um, using things like work in progress limits to say, you know, as a team, we're not going to work on more than a handful of things, right? Five or six things at a time. Mm. And then we can't start anything new until we finish one of those. And that's enormously powerful to just force work through the system. So you stop starting on 50 things and you actually finish things that that are yeah. in progress. Yeah. And I think really that's what's been changing in the five or six years since you all had someone on the show to talk about um, agile marketing is this realization that we have to hybridize, that we can't just copy paste what's worked for other professions. We've got to be more adaptive and, and open to developing things that work for us. Yeah. 
Well, with that in mind, let's talk about some ways that people can start experimenting with Agile. And perhaps if it's all right with you, Andrea, let's start with the from a sort of team context. Mm-hmm. What would you say would be some good things to try? Yeah, for the team, there are some some straightforward things to begin. Um, my favorite is the Kanban board, just the simple, straightforward what do we need to work on, right? What's our to-do list, our our queue of work, so to speak, mm. and then the steps that we have to take to get it done. Uh, if you're a small, straightforward team that doesn't have a lot of steps, you can just have a board that's to-do, doing, done. Yeah. If you have more handoffs, right, you have copy and design and publication or something like that, then those can be the phases of work on the board. But just getting it all out there where you can see see it Mm. is massively powerful. And if you can just put sticky notes on a wall, perfect. Uh, If not, if you're distributed and you need a digital um, option, I'm a big advocate of Trello. Oh, yes. Tool. Mm. Yeah, it's it's so easy to get started with. But I would say the board, build the board and get all the work out there. And chances are you're going to realize, wow, we spend a lot of time doing stuff that maybe we shouldn't be doing and we could get more value from our time if we did other activities instead. Brilliant. So that's the Kanban board. Yes, the Kanban board. And then kind of the engine that drives that whole thing is that prioritized to-do list that I was talking about. Um, And an agile team would call it a backlog, but you can really call it whatever you want. Um, Backlog sometimes has like, like a negative connotation yeah, of, you know, work goes here and it never comes back out. How about exciting things to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Whatever you want to call it, exciting things to do. And then the important thing is to have it prioritized. So yeah. the top item is the most important. So we know we're going to do that next. And then it goes in a very strict progression down. So one, two, three, four, five, we don't have five number one priorities that's that's Mm. not the definition of a top priority yeah sure so what about um looking not so much at the team now but more as a sort of individual contributor what what could be done there my absolute favorite thing to do and i i do this on my own um I have my own personal Kanban board where I keep all of my stuff that I have to do. And the best part of the whole board is the work in progress limit or the WIP, W-I-P limit. Yes, yes. And that's, it's a very strict ceiling, right? So on my personal board, I'm the only person that works on it. And so I have a WIP limit of two. I cannot be doing any more than two things at any given time. Yeah doesn't mean that I only do two things in a day because when I finish one, I get to start a new one. But that is the only way that as a business owner and an author and a coach, like I have clients, I'm writing a book, I'm always traveling. And so that whip limit is what forces me to push things through to completion instead of having 100 things in progress and nothing ever gets done. And if you do that as an individual, no matter what kind of work you do, it will get you through your to-do list so much faster. But it's this weird counterintuitive thing to say, I'm going to do less right now so I can do more over the course of a day or a week. It's an incredibly, um, I was going to say agile, but that would be a really bad choice of word. Incredibly flexible tool, isn't it, the Kanban board? I mean, it can be, we, obviously it's been used in software development for a while. It's now being used in marketing, but I've, I've heard individuals... Uh, 
tell me that they've used it in their personal lives as well, especially the run up to Christmas, all the things that need to be done. So it's a great way of sort of knowing what your priorities are and partitioning sort of work up. Now, looking um, as, as perhaps a manager, a, a leader, how does that fit in with this sort of agile approach in, in the agile marketing arena? Leadership has to change a lot, really, to make agile successful. Um, leaders have to start getting over the need to micromanage people yeah. because the teams are much more autonomous. They're, they've got their board. They've got their their queue of work. And so they're, they're good to go. They don't, they shouldn't need you there to tell them what to do uh, from moment to moment. And so leadership then has to get comfortable thinking, how can I create conditions for that team to succeed? And so it's a, it's a shift in perspective from optimizing kind of individual quote unquote resources to supporting a team centric Mm. system. And that's quite that can be quite a big shift for a lot of folks who have sort of climbed the ladder through traditional leadership um, approaches. And so just getting comfortable giving the team autonomy and making sure they know what they need to do. Obviously, the the setting of goals and long-term priorities is still a key aspect of leadership, mm. but then to allow the team freedom to go and execute those those ideas in the way that seems best to them is a big step towards a more agile environment. I was going to say, I, I bet it is difficult. And also it's interesting because you mentioned that when you were first trying the, the, the more scrummy approach to, to agile, one of the problems that kept cropping up was managers coming in and inter- interrupting things <laughs> and asking you to do things that weren't on your immediate list. I mean, are there some sort of um, ways that you know we can uh, teach our managers how to deal with an agile approach to marketing? My my absolute favorite phrase for teams that I coach is, if you can't fix it, make it visible. Mm. And so if you can't immediately stop your leadership from doing that sort of swooping into the process, document the impact that it has. So when they throw a project at you in the middle of a sprint, let's say, mm. that's added work. And that should be visualized on your board as something that was not planned and came in. It gets, you know, a big red sticker on it or something. And then at the end of the sprint, you can say, oh, look, we didn't finish these three things that we committed (laughs) to doing because this project got thrown at us. And now we've, we've been able to say to the leadership, here's the impact that your behavior has had on us. If you're okay with that, then, you know, by all means, continue to, to behave that way. But if you would like us to, to commit to finish what we committed to, then you're going to have to wait until the start of the next sprint to make these kind of requests. So, Andrea, I mean, if you had what one thing that you could, one encouraging thing you could say to our listeners today who might be thinking about taking a more uh, agile approach to marketing, what would it be? It is the most rewarding and sustainable approach to marketing that I've seen. It it really helps people people get out of this constant fire drill mode where everything is crazy urgent and we just race around from deadline to deadline to being able to feel like you're doing important work and that you're doing the right thing at the right time. It really helps individuals and then that rolls up into higher performing teams and that makes marketing more effective. It's it's great for everybody. It's win-win-win across the org chart, but you have to be quite diligent and rigorous in the application it's not something you can sort of do halfway 
Well, Andrea, thanks so much for coming on and sharing that with us. How can our listeners find out more about you and more about Agile Sherpas? Uh, Agile Sherpas is agilesherpas.com. Um, we have lots of free resources on there. We have a getting started guide uh, that you can download for free that will walk you through in more detail some of these things like the backlog and the board and whip limits. Uh, I also am fortunate in having a very unusual name. I'm very easy to find. Um, Andrea Fryrear. Uh, on LinkedIn, at Andrea Fryrear on Twitter, and I'm Andrea at AgileSherpas.com if you want to drop me an email. Fantastic. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes will be in the usual place, which is sitevisibility.co.uk slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review. That would be great. Questions and suggestions, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet at sitevisibility. We have a site visibility group on LinkedIn. So that's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Andrea. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Andrea. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 